Greetings. This is Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm about to have a conversation. I, Master Plo, have you heard of this conversation? Yes, Kotor Yah, Obi-Wan. You're listening to Star Wars Conversations here indeed. Welcome to Conversations. I'm Charles. And I'm Pat. And this is... Episode 18. Some carry troops and moisture farmers, while some travel single file to hide their numbers. Others are used in exhibition and sport. Several are lizard-like, others take flight. Some smell bad on the outside. <laughs> this may smell bad, kid, but it'll keep you warm until I can get the podcast built. <laughs> The Creatures episode. That's Woo! it. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm assuming a lot of them do smell bad on the outside. Yeah, some more than others. Yeah. And some yeah. smell bad on, on the, the inside. inside. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, oh, man. But funny at the same time. Yes. Yes. So I think our approach has to be to start from the beginning. Okay. But not with episode one. No. Because we learned, I learned my lesson. Right. 17 episodes. Of, uh, All right. So yeah. we start with the Mandalorian. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, that's, we'll, um, yeah. We'll start with uh, the Banthas from Tatooine. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Episode four. Yeah. Right. So weird. They were, they were elephants that had, um, like, the furry coats oh uh, yeah yeah top of them so they were cosplaying yes <laughs> that's yeah, sweet I mean, it's fantastic i mean you totally thought they were banthas right absolutely <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so um yes as um as mentioned they they live on tatooine uh they're pretty indigenous to the outer rim planets uh desert planets and um they are notorious for their smell <laughs> Uh, and you can see why with the twin suns beating down on that fur, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna stank. Get a little bit of rank going That's, on there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You got that right. Like I can't imagine Tuscan Raiders smelling that much that much uh, uh, you know fresher at least either. Well, uh, yeah. Again, they're kind of intertwined, really. Hmm. The Tuscans, when they turn seven years old, they are assigned a bantha. Every one of them. Yes, as younglings. And uh, it becomes their partner in life. And then when they marry, the male and female Tuscans Banthas also mate. Are you and serious? Then, yeah. And then they have offspring, and, and so goes the uh, talk of the birds and the bees. But um, <laughs> when either the Bantha or the Tuscan Raider dies, uh, whichever one is left behind often commits suicide. That's how closely intertwined they Jeez. are. Jeez. So we're going to stay on Tatooine, right? For now. Okay. Yes. Dewbacks. Oh, yes, Dewbacks. Also on Tatooine. Yes, that's why um, I said on Tatooine, right. Right. You did say that. Yes. I remember that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we got a little um, Dewback and a Sand Trooper here. Which is very to, cool. Uh, keep us on track. Yes. They're not doing a good job <laughs> at all. Yeah, they missed their mark. Oh, uh, well. Oh, uh, yeah. It's to be expected. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, these are obviously reptiles. Correct. Yeah, they look like big lizards. Yes. And they are. Yes, lizards. lizards. But it makes sense when you're on that dry desert planet to have cold-blooded uh, little reptiles there. Right. Big reptiles. Big reptiles, yeah. yeah. You can ride. Right. With saddles. But it's not only the stormtroopers that rode them as well, though, right? They, they also... uh, that is correct. Right. Um, they were um, used by moisture farmers and everything. And I imagine they were used as almost pack mules by the moisture farmers. And then when the troopers came to the outer rim, they're like, well... Give us your do-backs. Exactly. Because we don't feel like walking. Correct. Except and for the couple guys that are looking for droid parts. Right. Looks are droids. Look droids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not on one. No. But I think like the commanders and stuff will Correct. ride him because why not? And in typical Imperial fashion, hit a planet, and anything. Take what they want. Absolutely. Anything useful, yes. any resource, guess what? 
It's ours, ours now. Gibbsies. <laughs> Gibbsies. <laughs> Give it. Yes, we takes it. <laughs> we takes ah. it. <clears throat> yes, that's uh, one do back to uh, rule them all. Yeah. So, so um, evidently they they move very slowly at night, which. I mean, they seem to move slowly all the time. <laughs> if you watch the original trilogy, the original, original trilogy, they don't move at all. Because <laughs> they're like statues. Um, That's very slowly. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So slowly that yeah. they think they're not they moving. Yeah. Right. Which they aren't. In the daytime, evidently they can run at a brisk pace <laughs> for short distances. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess that's important to get out of the sun's. I guess into more of the suns. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one from one dune to another. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've been used by you know moisture farmers, Jawas, stormtroopers. Right. I imagine anyone that needs to go somewhere and carry something mm-hmm. would bring a do back. Right. I wonder if they're carnivores or the omnivores or herbivores. 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 Yeah, look at that big mouth. Yeah, I know, but it's flat teeth. Oh, look flat teeth. Flat okay, teeth. flat teeth. There you go. Yeah, that's, see, look. that's primary. Uh. Oh, yeah. See, look. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. totally masticators, right? Okay. Yeah. While we're on the topic of tattooing, right. uh, when we get to Moss Eisley, I don't like this very much. I like the original, original, original trilogy right. where Moss Eisley is like. Thankfully, we have those digitized, of course. Thankfully, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Um, so. <sighs> In the special edition, they've got a Ronto that's carrying Jawas, um, and there's all sorts of creatures, and a, a speeder comes up and swerves out of the way and freaks the Ronto out, and, you know, it bucks one of the Jawas off, and it swings around and all. Um, but I didn't like a lot of the new scenes because of the busyness. Right, you didn't know what to look just, at. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, and then they, they've got one Ronto that walks like right in front of camera mm-hmm. and just blocks the entire shot. Right. Which is, you know, that was the intent, but why? Yeah. Don't do that. Right, right. But anyway. Um, so but it Rontos, is a Ronto, right. Yeah, so right. Rontos are there. Right. And they're used by Jawas um, and, and I would imagine other creatures and beings right. in the Outer Rim. But they um, they have... Great hearing and smell, but they can't see. Like, their vision's terrible. Uh, okay. So, you know, they hear the speeder coming up, and he's, you know, swerves in front of them and all. Right. So they get frightened very easily. Gotcha. Like gotcha. sand people. Right. They're, f- they're easily frightened, but, but they'll soon be they'll back. They'll still be back, right. And in greater numbers. And, you know, single file. Right. So right. you to won't hide know the they're in number. greater numbers. Right. Exactly. It's just one the number. The plan is working. <laughs> Spectacularly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not so much with Anakin, but no. yes. No, no, no. He he counted them. <laughs> yes. One by one. Hey. Yes. <laughs> the women and yes. children, too. Yes. Um, yeah. And the other, of course, the other uh, wonderful use for uh, Rontos uh, are in wraps. Delicious wraps. Delicious wraps. Yes. Now, we have not tasted... Ronto wraps, or have you had a Ronto wraps? We're wrap? assuming that they're delicious. Yes, the, all reports are saying that the Ronto wraps <laughs> yes. are fantastic. Yes. So, yes. Um, I mean, we could wa- if it's not. The good news is we could wash it down with some blue milk, right? Which is always delicious. Yeah, it's better than the green milk. It is. Yeah. Not by much. I mean, the green no. milk's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But given the choice, blue milk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Obviously. So. Yeah. And you don't have to go to Tatooine for that. Last time. You no. Go, no, just about two. No. Right. Or you can find some. Sea beast with nips and get your well, own. Let me get back to that later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess as we hyperspeed away from Tatooine from A New Hope to mm. Empire. Yeah. And the Tauntauns. Now the Tauntaun. Yes. Yes. So we had a Twitter poll, I think. Yes, we did. I don't understand Twitter, but that's fine. Yeah, well, you're on, um, you're only on there to sort of make fun of me sometimes and stuff like that and all that kind of right, stuff. right. That is also true. Yes. Um, but they um they dominated the d- poll. Yeah. By far, yes. Sixty-seven percent of our uh, dedicated listeners and respondents voted for Tauntauns. So three people like Tauntauns. That's good. No, no, no. We had forty-three. <laughs> Whoa. Forty-three people responded right. to this. Yeah, okay. that was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, and some of the responses That's double the number. Yes, some of the responses we got are even better than that. So after uh, not right now, but after our break and after we're done going through our our, our listing of creatures, yes. we'll go through some of these uh, submissions. And uh, yes, 
let's just say that the the some people got creative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. So the Tauntaun. Yes, I love Tauntauns just because they they're even like their face they have four nostrils. They got these weird looking horns sticking out. They're just cool. And um and you know they're indigenous to ice planets. Correct. Uh, Hoth being one. And um, they are reptiles, apparently. Really? I mean, they have fur and stuff. So, I mean, we can't really question that science because it's Star Wars. Correct. So, I mean, I feel like they're mammals, but apparently they're not. Right. Anyway, anyway, they, um, they're cool and they make cool noises and like in the, in the special editions, they they run pretty cool. So, it's fine, whatever. Right. Fine. Um, but... Bill Hader does a fantastic Tauntaun impression. Dying Tauntaun. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. I've heard that uh-huh. one. <laughs> you haven't? That's very much worth... No- yeah, yes. search you it. need to look it up. Well, wait. Okay, yes. great. Wasn't that hilarious? That right. was awesome. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, they graze on like moss and f- fungus. And um, they scavenge small rodents and things like that. Of course, the Rebel Alliance uses them when they're on Echo Base protected during the daytime on these planets gotcha but at nighttime it gets too cold and that's why that rebel was like it'll freeze before you reach the first marker marker. and then han's like i'll see you in hell right and he just races out right um right i love his perfect response of course he's like oh well then i'll see you now thanks for your help buddy I'll find it myself, thanks. <laughs> and that uh, that response works for so many different things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> many of which, uh, you know, Han would agree with. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> they have an oil that's excreted from their skin, and it gives off a very unpleasant odor. <laughs> uh, Thus leading to what, I wonder? Uh, to them smelling bad on the outside. Right, right, and right. And consequently the inside. Um, they are the primary prey of the wampa. Ah. And they're the primary um, source of keeping alive Luke Skywalker. <laughs> In a very small sampling, they are the number one creature yes, to keep. They're the number one creature to keep a frostbitten Luke Skywalker alive. Right. Hands while, down. Well, 67% of the people agree. agree. Yes. <laughs> and those 67 people include Joshua Rowe, our friends over at WSDR Media. They WSDR likes Absolutely. Oh, I mean, look, absolutely. Luke, they even said, oh, look, look at that. They even said the little it's gift. it's running. Yeah, it I is running. You. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, and Brody. Brody as well. They order oh, the yes. Silver Jedi. Ah, yeah. Yes. We'll hear from Brody a little bit later on, of Ooh, course. Fantastic. Yes. But he loves the Tauntauns as well. Yes. Yes. You yeah, so, uh, loves the Tauntauns. Who's that? Kalea, my wife. Oh, that's right. Yes. yes. She, um, they, they have a creature uh, depot at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. And they have a, a plush Tauntaun that we've been three times and still haven't gotten, and she doesn't hesitate to remind me um, that we haven't gotten it yet. Right. Uh, but apparently, I just found out that it makes noise. Oh, wow. So I guess it's got a little... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of thing. Black, black, black. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, so okay. That is the tauntaun. Tauntaun. Yes. So then the wampa takes that, eats it as its primary food source, and captures our hero Luke Skywalker when he's uh, out of the back to tank and feeling kind of back to normal. Oh, back to? Uh, no, that can't be what it is, can it? Back to tank to get back to normal? I don't know, maybe. Oh. But then in the Mandalorian, they use his toilet, so I don't understand. Oh. Uh, well, back to you're, tube. Back well, no. to tube. Well, you're backed up. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> but it fits. So bad. Okay, well, I'm just saying, it fits. <laughs> okay. Uh, Han says to Luke, you look strong enough to pull the ears off a of Gundark. They are long eared primates. Right, and extremely long, yeah, long ears, and yeah. extremely fierce. So therefore, yes, you being have able to, to be strong, strong to pull their ears off, and smart and strong and, and quick and all that kind of stuff, and agile. Because to be able to pull the ears off a gun, dark. Yes, that's a pretty fierce beast. Yes, exactly. Um, so I wanted to throw that in there because there is a um, gun dark in I think Clone Wars. They have a, they come across a gun dark. Oh, yeah, and it's like. It's almost like the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, That same scale, too? Uh, I don't know if he's that big. Okay. But he's that kind of like almost demonic sort of 
fierce uh, creature. Right. And I was like, I gotta throw that in there. That is pretty because cool. Because in like the Old Republic, they wrote him, I guess. So it's wow. like, all right, cool. You That's, know, we can, it counts. It does we count. We can put him for in. Sure. And then, you know, the ears of a gun dark, you know, Hoth. Yeah. So that's where you. Right. That's where you first get exposed to the uh, the name of the Gundark. Gotcha. Um, and then, so you want to talk? Let, before we get to break, we'll do one more, and then we'll then we'll take a break. Okay. All right. So let's move over to those nerfs. Oh yeah, who's scruffy looking? <laughs> um, yeah. So I I was trying to look up the Star Wars nerf. And it kept showing me like like blasters. Nerf exactly blasters. with nerf blasters. Yeah, with like Star Wars <laughs> branded yeah. nerf blasters. Yeah. Which I was like, all right, well, well payday's Friday. I was so. gonna say so after yeah. you after you put three of those in your in your cart. Uh, yes. 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 So what else? Did Which you find? we do have because on discount one year, um, we got the uh, the stormtrooper nerf blasters. Oh. So we got a couple of those. We got Ray's blaster from the Force Awakens, and it's like five. Blasting. That's right. Yeah, that's so right. you just pump it and shoot. Nice. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. And I bought one on discount too for my Rex. Uh, yes. Rex cosplay. I was yes. on discount as well. Right. 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 Yeah. And I was gonna get the Han one that they released with Solo. Uh-huh. But it's just it's so big. It's uh, just, it's, 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 mm. But it's a, and it's a DL44. Like. Yeah, but it's modified for, for the nerf nerf darts. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, 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 yeah, so like DL63 or something like that. Yeah, DL nerf. <laughs> yes. So nerfs. Yes, nerfs. Was, so if you haven't read the Star Wars comics, um, the Bing, new, Bing. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Even though I have access to them, but for everyone yes. else, yes. For everyone else that maybe doesn't have access that that should have read the Star Wars comics. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah. There <clears throat> is an episode. There's a, an issue where <laughs> um, Leia's like, okay, so Han. We need you to like transport this intel, but you got to be on the lowdown about it. And he's like, "All right, cool." So essentially, what happens is they disguise the mission as transporting nerfs, <laughs> and it's such a mess because they're like messy. They're well, first of all, they're covered in fur, and um, they smell bad. And um, the nerf herders are known for terrible hygiene as well, so that's why she she uses that as an derogatory. Because, yeah, because they're right. like they're like scummy and gross. But right. um, so the nerfs basically like molt <laughs> and just make a mess of everything. They're like curious and they get into everything. So there's <laughs> there's this one cell. I'll try and find it so we can post yeah. the thing. But like Han's trying to fly and like. He's just surrounded by them, and they're, like, pushing up against him, <laughs> licking buttons and stuff, and he's just like, this is the worst mission of all time. Ever. And so bad. And how appropriate is it that she she launches that insult of a nerf herder because they are indigenous to Alderaan, which is really yes. cool. That and is that's so how cool. She, that's how she knew about yeah. them. And, um, and then the comic d- takes place um, now. Issue 75 comes out. Shortly. Okay. And then that's the end of this run. Mm. And the next run starts in January. But this whole run has taken place between A New Hope and Empire. Oh, okay. So this nerf herding trip Business, yes. takes place before she calls him a nerf, nerf herder. herder. <laughs> because yeah. in this issue, he is. Right, He's exactly. herding nerfs. Exactly. And also transporting them. That's pretty cool. It's <laughs> awesome. So bad. All right. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back with uh, our part two of the creatures. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about some of our uh, creative submissions on uh, Twitter. So hang tight. Whew, I've been farming and gathering moisture all day. It is a killer out there. Hey, Tank, you doing okay? You look thirsty. I am, Biggs. I'm pretty, pretty thirsty for sure. Huh. Oh, what do you got there? Funny you should ask. Dark Lighter's Blue Milk. Oh, can I have some? Sure. Oh, man, that hit the spot. Dark Lighter's Blue Milk. Evaporated from Tatooine. Bottled Moss Eisley. Available at the Cantina. Scumability, not included. All right. 
And we're back. And um, so we are going to continue with uh, part two of our list uh, of uh, of our creatures. So what's up next? Uh, well, um, we've done some uh, some good original trilogy. Right. We can go back to the prequels and uh. Uh, do the Kadu. Sweet. They're the um, the ones that the Gungans ride. Oh, that's Ooh. right, the Gungans. Yeah, yes. those yes. like two-legged duck-looking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Platypus. Yeah, people. very. Oh, uh, very good. Platypus. Uh, yeah, duck much no? larger. Yes, obviously. and yes. multi multifunctional because they not only were they riding animals, they were also like the transporters of the shield as well, right? Like the shield yes. generators. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 on the wheels. Yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. is pretty cool. So those dudes were cool. I mean, you know, that's again we talked about the Gungans before. Yeah, and how they utilize what's around them the mm-hmm. very organic sort of uh, right. beings so to use them as opposed to in contrast to the droid army right using organics to transport things to create things to ride yeah uh, it was really very cool yeah and see. just a, such a cool species to be so in really in one with with nature or like their surroundings and their environment be able to turn all like into a legit army that a uh, much superior army at least firepower wise right but then once they destroyed the control ship all those droids are like yeah. yeah 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 of course well, I mean you saw the movies yeah and if you didn't then see the movies yeah <laughs> they're all worth it right exactly. every one of them so then um well why don't you talk about one of your favorites the loath wolf that's yes. such a cool creature uh be- and I, you know i'm late to the party on that one um because at your behest and pestering and uh insistence i watched rebels and how awesome that show was and how important of a role that they play in that show and being force sensitive how friggin cool is that and just like the you know they they show up at critical times uh in the story to advance the story and give advice and but then almost like cast out but they aren't um, and you know they also ride them at one point. Yes. Yeah. They, they're so almost th- magical because they like they ride them here and then they're in a different part of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's very. very they're cool. Very cool. Yes. And uh, very imposing and very big. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're 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 menacing when they when they when Ezra first sees them he's like ah wolf ah yeah. But then, like, you know, he befriends them and all. Yeah. But then, like, um, Price. Yes, Governor Price. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, here's a loaf wolf. And she's like, ah! And yeah. they, they're like, yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, they ain't happy. Dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they even speak Ugh. to Kanan, don't they? Like, yes, Doom. Doom. Yeah. Doom. Well, Doom is Doom. Um, Caleb Doom. Caleb, Caleb um, is his. And then the loaf wolf is called Doom. <sighs> so, is there a, a bit of. Um, Wolf oriented reincarnation happening in Rebels? I don't know. No, just, I mean, that's yeah. a question that we can ask Dave Filoni when he comes on. Right. Yeah. Well, isn't he coming for supper? We invited him. We did invite him. Yes. I haven't heard back yet. No, we just heard but back from his lawyers. He's a little busy, though. <laughs> yes. Yes. Several yes. times. Yes. Um, <laughs> threatening yes. Uh, letters from the lawyers. But but friendly. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Do you read between the lines? Professional. Yes. Professional, indeed. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, apparently, he's like busy doing right. Mandalorian or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Yeah. We offered him um, hats too, like cowboy hats and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we offered him. Yeah. We, we, we can't pay you in money, but, but we have hats. We have sweet hats on discount from Spirit Halloween. Look at these. <laughs> they're not even. They're not, not even, even high quality. No. <laughs> well, we can't measure his head, so we just had to get what we find, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could. But that would violate the order. Right. So. <laughs> so we want to do it that road. that. Yeah. So now that uh, Disney Plus is out <laughs> and Rebels is included, highly, highly yes. recommended. Um, you can even use our watch list, uh, the UPAC. You can uh, use our password. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just want you to – well, first read our list. Right. Then use our password and go exactly. and watch them because they're, they're that worth it. <laughs> Disney's like you jerks. Uh, oh man! As if they're listening. That'd be great though. Uh, yeah, it, it was be. worth it. That's yeah, one listen. That's worth, worth it. it. <laughs> yes. All right, everybody. Smash the Thanks for listening, Disney. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Technically, we don't have the word Star Wars in our name. So no, we, we don't. Okay. We should be. Yes. Should be. Should be. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> or La Guerre des Étoiles. Uh, oui, oui. oui. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
wee wee. Um, tell us about Varactyls. Oh, Varactyls. How I love thee. Let me count the ways. Um, so the Varactyls are the lizard-like creatures that Obi-Wan, of course, uh, rides. And uh, Utapau. Very agile creatures, and uh, they're native. Uh, like, like I said, they like scales up the wall when everyone yes, wants to yes. escape. And that's like their oh, toes so cool. are like genetically uh, fixed that way, so they can actually climb vertical, like literally go up walls, which is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very awesome. Yeah, and, and then when they're trying to shoot Obi Wan, he was like, beep, beep, right, beep, beep, beep. right, yep. And what's really cool is that uh, a little bit of a spoiler here for Master and Apprentice. For Order 66. Oh, no. No, no. Right. uh, In Master and Apprentice, uh, Obi-Wan is first introduced to the Varactyl and sets up the fact that he's so comfortable with them on Utapau, which is really cool. Yes, because they yeah. seem they, they would seem quite a challenge to ride. Correct, and so they got like the body of a gecko, and they've got like uh, yeah. feathers on them, and yeah. and very distinct looking, and somewhat menacing, especially with that sort of uncovered face, and and then they have that like that s- scream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, yeah, that, was wasn't too, that wasn't too yeah. bad. It wasn't. Yeah. Right. You've been practicing yes. <laughs> all week. <laughs> Everyone at the office hates me. <laughs> For more than just that reason, but that's... except for Giovanni, Giovanni, yes, yes, yes. Giovanni loves me, yes, right. <laughs> he, he, got... he he has to, he yes, job. well, yeah, that, and he also got me the Mandalorian pop, and also uh, Endor. You have a Mandalorian pop, yeah, like, he got he like, got it, yes, like the Pedro Pascal Mandalorian pop, absolutely, <laughs> give it, give it. <laughs> Our Mandalorian Black Series should come in a couple weeks. I oh, think. very cool. And uh, so, one Ugh. final note on uh, the uh, Varactyls. Oh, yeah, Varactyls. Right. <laughs> Back on track. Um, it's a female that Obi-Wan's riding uh, on Utapau, by the yes. way. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Boga. Boga, she that's right. Name. That's right, Boga. Yeah. yeah. Very well, cool. I mean, that's cool, I guess, that they named it, but yeah. was it someone's pet or something? I don't understand how they knew that that was its name. Maybe Obi-Wan gave it the name, or maybe he could or tell like through he, the Force, because he has a very strong affinity for animals. He's got that connection yes, to animals. Yeah, so he yes. probably, maybe he sensed that. He's was like, what name. is your name? Yeah. And it was like, Boga. And he's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. All right, now that introductions I'll are done. Call you Boga. I am Obi-Wan. <laughs> Kenobi. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> They're shooting at us. Go, go. Um, oh, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I hate space travel. <laughs> Um, but they don't fly, so it's no, good. No, they don't. Um, they have feathers, but yeah. Yes, but this yeah. is just like a plume. Yes. Um, and then we have reeks. Remember the reeks from, um... No, I don't remember the reeks. You don't remember the reeks? No. I'll refresh your memory. That guy. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. 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 Reeks. Yes. They are, um, they are a large quadrupedal mammal mm. native to the plains of Ulysia. In Hut Space. Ooh, Hut Space. Mm, Hut that, Space. Yeah, yeah like MySpace, makes... but more gangster. Right. Yeah. Well, gangsta, I guess, in this case. Right. Right. Holla. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> they uh, have large tusks in their cheeks, and they use them for headlocks in um, contests of dominance, much like deer use their antlers. Ah. Yeah. 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 So, they are, they're herbivores. But when they're in captivity, they're a lot of oftentimes fed meat, and it makes them vicious. Ah. It makes them want that meat. You know, wow. Sharks, when they have wow. human flesh, and they want right. to eat and They humans. smell blood or, like, sense yeah. blood. Wow. Yeah. And they look fearsome. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. So then that's what they do is they, they make them all fierce, and then they put them in arenas and use them for exhibition and sport. Like in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like arena beasts. Right. Exactly. Arena beasts, quote that's- unquote. Right. And a little fun fact about that, uh, Ahmed Ali, well, well, sorry, my daughter, Alessana, but we, as you can tell, we've given everyone Star Wars names. They love Uh, it. Yeah. Well, we love it. (laughs) Bernie. Bernie. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) I'm the one that's singed. the last one. Um, uh, that's her favorite scene, like out of all the movies that, cause we're rewatching all the movies right now. This yes. is voluntary too, by the way. 
and we're watching the digitized uh, OT uh, and um, uh, Amidali's favorite scene in all the movies so far is that arena beast. She loves that part with the three uh, the three different uh, beasts. Yes. Yeah, she loves that yes. part. Yeah. And my favorite part of that scene is when <laughs> when they're all chained up and Anakin's like, "We're here to rescue you, master." And Obi-Wan <laughs> looks looks at him, looks at the chains, looks back. Oh. Good job. <laughs> so good. I love it so much. <laughs> that is awesome. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. We've got Fathers. Fathers, yes. From the sequel trilogy. Yes. Love the yes. Fathers, yeah. They're kind of bizarre looking. They are, but like... It's like a giraffe horse. Yes. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, with a dog with, face. Yeah. And like yeah. Gundark ears almost. Yeah. Yeah. They're weird. But they're cool and they're fast. Very cool. Very fast. They're fast. They, um, you know, obviously they were in Canto Bight in the, you know, the space equivalent of uh, horse racing. I yes. Imagine. Or the dog races. Yeah. Right. 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 Yes. Um, so they're graceful and majestic as shown when um, Finn and Rose liberate them. Right. And um, the uh, inhabitants of Canto Bight exploit them for their speed in the racetracks right so that's and terrible the, and obviously they're sentient but there's also like a, a sensitive like you, f- you get a sense not that they're i don't want to go as far as saying force sensitive but what i'm trying to say is they have this air of uh understanding about them that seems a little you know highly intelligent Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you know, obviously, from being thankful for being freed when there's, yes. you know, when they're separate, they're going their separate ways, and like they're running off into the yes. uh, into the field. There's that sort of momentary look of like, well, there's more going on in those eyes than just like, you know, run, run, run. You know, it's yeah, very cool, yeah. very cool. Part. And I think that that um, the digital effects on that were were great because you see the anguish in yeah, their eyes yeah. when they're in the stalls. Yeah. And then you see that sort of change from being a repressed um, sort of captive. Yeah, like a. Um, yeah, they're 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 yeah they're being uh, exploited. Yeah. Yeah. And it's terrible. Yeah. Um, and they they are very aware of that. And, yeah. And and obviously, there's nothing they can do about it, but they're they're in anguish. Yeah. And then to see how they change how the expressions on their faces change as they realize that they're given a chance for something better more yeah more um you know free right it's nice yeah that's good i yeah. like that it's nice nice yeah. and it, sort of a, also an allegory too to the uh to some of the larger um themes in the last jedi in fact yes you know yes it's um yes yeah so i'm gonna give you the honor of the the last cho- pick that you chose uh which was mm. um extremely extremely timely and completely yes. unbeknownst to you but known to david filoni right maybe he was i don't know maybe he was listening or <laughs> in that that split second when he did actually pick up the phone and we were like blurted all those words out to him. right <laughs> click <laughs> click <laughs> wait they mentioned we spoke to Let's him we it. spoke to him <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh man, Dave Filoni knows us. He knows us. He knows not to pick up. Yeah, um, <laughs> and his lawyer, his lawyers know us better. Right. Um, yes. yes, they do. So, <clears throat> our last, our last featured creature is mm, the Blurgs. Oh. The Blurgs. So, a very minor spoiler if you haven't seen the Mandalorian right now. Um, there's Blurgs. Yes, there's Blurgs. <laughs> there you go. It. That's all. That's all we're gonna yeah, tell you. Exactly. Um, they appear but, in the Mandalorian in the series of Mandalorian. But. We know them um, before that from um, when Champ Syndulla and his freedom fighters used them in the Clone Wars. Oh, that's such a great part of it. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so they were used for transportation on Ryloth. Right. Where Champ Syndulla is from. Right. And um, they're also on uh, the forest moon of Endor. They are? Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, that's what Wikipedia told me. Okay. I don't well, know. I mean, we don't I mean, question Wikipedia. I, no. 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 I mean, obviously, it's on the internet, so it's true. <laughs> right. But how awesome would it be? To, <laughs> and it's and how, a Wookiee internet. So, right. I mean. Yeah. Like, if you disagree with it, it'll probably rip your arms, arms off. off. <laughs> you don't want that. No. Um, but how Have awesome. Have the Wookiee <laughs> <laughs> strategy I'll do. So, um, how great would it be to see Ewoks riding them? <laughs> Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. Um, but just get the uh, sense that they'd be like, you know, half half trot, they'd be like holding on to a rope flying behind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But they're herbivores, but I think for Ewoks, they might make an exception. Yeah, well, I, I would actually be worried that the little murder bears would actually eat the blurgs. <laughs> they might. They might. Yeah. They might. Um, so, so what I read about them is this, which is really funny, because um, you look at their faces and like they just look just big and dumb. Yeah, right? they're like frogs. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I read was they're known for their small brains and simple intelligence. <laughs> their brain is roughly the size of a juba nut. Which I don't know how big that is, but, but it's a nut. <laughs> probably not big. I don't think we're talking coconuts here. I think we're talking like walnuts, right? Um, or peanuts, right? Pine nuts. So, so they're objects of derision in Ewok culture and folklore. Wow, <laughs> Ewoks are jerks. That's pretty much guaranteed. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man! So that's um, those are our featured creatures, right? Because um, we were doing the vehicle episode, and we we're like, oh, but they ride creatures too. But there was too many for that, right? Right. And there's even too many for this episode. Yes. <laughs> but um, so we wanted to include them as well, and that kind of wraps those up, right? And it's a great span from um, from the uh, prequels all the way through to the sequels, which is really cool, and like the animated series in between, which is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the man. Mandalorian just by pure brilliance and and well, chance. we can't take credit for that. Well, no, but we can take credit for them. You you include them on the list because that was like a total fluke and awesomeness. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's get to um, some of our submissions. So first of all, I'd like to thank everybody who did vote on our Twitter poll and uh, some people who interacted with us is Joshua Rowe, like I said before. The Rebel Scum Texan, um, he also uh, <laughs> interacted with us, which was very cool. And like I said, Star Wars, uh, Order of the Silver Jedi, which is Brody. Um, WSTR Media, of course, they, they got back to us. So Justin Reed, uh, who's a great fan, um, he suggested the uh, Thala Siren. So the okay. from the Last Jedi. Yes, Justin took the time. Oh no! To produce uh, oh, no. what he called probably the worst photoshopping job, but I would say is probably know. one of the best We've done photoshopping. Some pretty bad Photoshop <laughs> jobs. We'll include them in a photo yes. in a podcast later. Yes, and uh, we're going to include this one in part of the artwork because this is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. I love it. If you're on Twitter, you need to find this because it's so good. <laughs> so it's on the uh, it's on our poll. He's standing there. <laughs> it's not even like hanging. Hey, no. But look, he put tall. he put the baby born and everything, and it's right, so awesome. Right. Oh my He's god! He's too tall to just yes. get dragged along. It's <laughs> gonna break his ankles. <laughs> So, so that's attached to our. Um, I'm glad there are more than just us in here. Yes, yeah, exactly. So uh, we're gonna include that somewhere, somehow within the um, the podcast artwork. So that's it. Um, uh, that takes care of all of our creatures. That does. All right. So all the ones we chose to talk about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So if there's a creature that uh, wasn't included on the poll, and uh, you would like to, oh, that does actually reminds me um, the. Uh, Scott poll. Gibson. Scott Gibson. Yes. Actually, uh, uh, he did reply. Uh, he chose. He loved the Varactyl. So, yes. so which we covered, which yes, is very you good. Love the Varactyl yes, too. Absolutely. That's your favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, so yeah. So before uh, we we get to our OT uh, answers, we're gonna take a quick break. Yes. Have tree. Bad place for living shell. Ewok Nation make dead. Give little gold for big move of laboring. Guaranteed. The Ewok Tree Removal Service of Endor. Taking care of pesky trees and Imperial troops since 6 BBY. The force is strong with them. Oh, I agree, Master Plo. The force is very strong with these conversations. This is the conversation you're looking for. So we're back uh, from the break, and uh, we're going to listen to a submission for our OT questions that we got from Brody. So he's 
how did we find Brody? He found us. Ah, okay. Yes, because we're awesome. He's awesome. Well, well he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's very awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, he was one of our one of our first um, sort that's of right supporters. Yeah, and and That's he nice. runs and he's the one of the admins or creators of that Facebook group that we're part of. Yeah. The Order of the Silver Jedi, which yes. is a really great it's a small little group but it's growing it's grown massively since we've been on there. Well, it's cuz we've been on there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's positive and they have great stuff in there and you know we're members of course of a lot of different Facebook groups but Brody's awesome and um, we uh, reached out to him uh, to uh, answer our OT questions, and then we threw one of our extra bonus ones, of course, yes. that was for him. So yes. let's take a listen to that. So first off, I'd like to say this is the first time I've ever recorded myself, so a bit nervous. Never answered uh, any questions before like this for a podcast. And with that, I'd first off like to say thank you very much to Conversations, both Patrick and Charlie, for allowing me to be a part of their amazing podcast. And I absolutely love this community. Uh, so I'm going to be answering four questions that these amazing people have asked me to do. And uh, let's get to it. So first off is, what is my fandom origin story? So my dad, he he was a big fan of Star Wars uh, when I was young. And he always had Star Wars playing. So he would put it on Laserdisc, VHS, whatever we had. And I used to have the toys as well, the old Ben Kenobi toy, which unfortunately got lost, as things do happen over the years. Uh, my R2-D2, uh, which surprisingly I found my uh, Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight, no, sorry, Jedi Master from Return of the Jedi, and I've still got that. Uh, so anyway, yeah, and then in 97, he uh, took me to see the re-release of Return of the Jedi in the cinema, and he... Uh, had a custom-made Jedi Master Luke Skywalker costume made for me, and I've still got a photo of it. It's on my Facebook page somewhere down the line. And then uh, ever since then, my love for Star Wars just kept growing. I'd read the books, and I'd uh, read the comics, I'd watch the movies over and over and over again. And I'm now doing that with my kids. My eldest daughter, she absolutely loves Star Wars, she loves Finn, Rey, Poe, and most of all she loves Luke Skywalker. So that's a uh, great thing for me to pass that down onto my kids, which is what I find Star Wars is about, passing it on to the next generation and having that love continue and grow stronger. And yeah, so then obviously I made the Facebook page, which uh, Conversations are part of, which I am very proud of them to have them with us, and everyone else that's inside the group. Uh, the next question is, how does Star Wars impact my everyday life? So it does in many different ways. It's a hard question to answer. Because uh, with the philosophy behind it all, the way that George created it with the yin and yang and light and the dark, it, uh, it sort of allows you to resemble and reflect your own life on how you see things, depending obviously how you want to see it. So it's a fictional story. It's Some people will see it as a uh, you know uh, laser sword and space wizards. But then you get some people like me, I see it as a, a deeper connection to who you are and what you can become of yourself and what paths you can take. And there's a whole deeper philosophy on how I look into Star Wars and other movies like Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Those two movies had major impacts on my life and I'll be forever grateful for having those movies in my life just as much as Star Wars is. And with the philosophy behind them and how they were created and the stories of alienation and finding your place in the world and everything. So that's how it sort of impacts me in my everyday life. Uh, to have lunch with someone involved with Star Wars. Now this is probably the hardest question because there are so many people that I would love to talk with like Sam Witwer, um, Anthony Daniels, Mark Hamill obviously. And of course, George Lucas, but if I were to choose one person specifically to get inside of, 
would be Dave Filoni. What he did with Clone Wars and the amazing Star Wars Rebels is absolutely phenomenal. And I'd love to just talk to him about the process of how he created the arc for Ezra and Kanan and what he had learned from George Lucas to represent into Rebels, especially with my favorite episode being A World Between Worlds. Just absolutely phenomenal. And my other favorite is the Mortis arc in uh, the Clone Wars series. Absolutely love it. So I'd love to just sit down and have lunch with uh, Dave Filoni. Uh, and then the last question is, has Star Wars inspired me to become a writer? And yes, it has, to a degree. So obviously with the storytelling implemented inside of Star Wars, inspires me in many ways, as does Superman and the comics that I read. With these stories, these fictional stories that were created by humans based on philosophy, these stories inspired me because of the stories that they tell. Not the outer case entertainment side, but the implemented story within. And that's what I also base my uh, upcoming novel, uh, Rise Up on, is two girls that use, two, two sisters, they use this imagination. They create these fictional worlds, but they use the philosophy that they learn in history and real life. And also the stories that they hear of Superman, the Justice League, uh, Star Wars, and they implement that into their everyday life to overcome their emotions and battle them and just use that strength within each other and uh, within ourselves to overcome these battles that we all face. And uh, I, have, I did drop out for a while uh, from writing, obviously, due to life, but I have thankfully got my very first published short story coming out in a collaborative book in November 1st. It's a horror story, but um, I'm very proud of it. It not my best work. I, I kind of uh, rushed the story, I'll admit. Uh, it had been something in my mind for a long time, and I found out about the deadline, and I quickly threw it together and edited it, but I'm still very proud of it regardless, and I do hope that people do enjoy it and love it. Uh, that is going through Breaking Rules Publishing too, by the way. Um, and I do have another story that I'm in the planning process of, which is similarly based on the certain aspects of Star Wars, of the light and the dark side, focusing on two friends, uh, both from different, uh, areas in their life. So one friend comes from a family who loves him and treats him right, you know, just normal life. And then the other friend uh, comes from a really shitty life. Sorry about my language. Um, but yeah, he, he gets dragged through the dirt. He uh, has all sorts of trouble. His family is abusive and aggressive, which then turns him towards the dark side, like resembling the dark side. He, he will turn... It, it, it's a suspense thriller, horror sort of novel that takes certain aspects of the light side and the dark side and their bond with Star Wars and how... Uh, real life affects themselves and how the resemblance of Star Wars and the philosophy can impact people. Uh, and then eventually this kid turns to the, the dark side per se, becomes a homicidal killer and the other friend has to go on the path of the light to try and bring him back, redeem him or get him help and save him. So it's still in planning stage but anyway enough of the the boring stuff. Uh, so, in the end, yes, it, Star Wars has very much inspired me to become a writer to this day, and always has been a big part of my life, and always will be a big part of my life, and I hope my daughter's life. So, anyway, that's all the questions. I'd like again thank, like to again, sorry, thank uh, both Patrick and Charlie for allowing me to be a part of this podcast. I absolutely love listening to these guys when I'm at work, in the car, or just at any point in time. I just throw them onto my Spotify list and let them play. Love, love what they, I love the content that they bring out. And uh, I am absolutely happy to be a part of it. So again, thank you guys. And hopefully I answered these correctly and I didn't babble on about crap. So... 
hopefully I can uh, come on again and have a chat with you because I just generally love talking about Star Wars and I know you guys do too. So may the force be with you and I hope to see you around my group and every other form of uh, social media. You can follow me as well on Twitter at Kylo671 and yes I am obsessed with Kylo Ren. I will happily admit that. So thank you again guys and may the force be with you again. Well, those were such great answers. Wow, oh, man, and fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and just the sort of undertones from the series and the, like he said, finding your place in, in this world, in this universe. Yeah. And, you know, even dragging Superman into this, I'm yeah. always... Yeah, you're always up for that, I'm for sure. I'm always up for Superman. Um, and Man of Steel, I love yeah, Man of Steel. Yeah, Man of Steel's so good. I mean, if if we were more than just Star Wars, we'd be talking a lot yes. about Henry Cavill, <laughs> yeah, Man of Steel, yeah, the whole bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great sort of perspective on the franchise and on the overarching themes yeah, of yeah. the franchise because you've got the original trilogy with Luke trying yeah. to figure out where he belongs and yeah. then you've got the prequel trilogy where you've got Anakin who's kind of pushed towards one thing but feeling another thing yeah. and then of course then Rey and yeah. even Finn yeah. in the um, yeah. in the sequel trilogy uh, and then of course all the other media where you've got um, people trying to figure out you know what they're supposed to do versus what they're being drawn to yeah. and it's just a really, really cool and a identifiable theme. Absolutely, and then seeing like how he's included his uh, his kids, daughter, like being yeah. fans now, mm-hmm. introducing it, passing on the next generation, which is like exactly like he said, was that uh, you know passing that on and having the next generation to enjoy it and take what they see from it and uh, apply it to their lives, and how awesome those the, the the stories that he's writing. I can't wait to read the the Rise Up book and the uh, the short story, and uh, I'm gonna put all those links. In, in the show notes anybody who wants to look at that take a look at the show notes we'll have those links in there yeah and uh, I'm going to convince him to some di- go find that picture of the uh, of, of the, his cosplay that his dad made for him yes I'm going to get him to and, and we'll, fish that out somewhere yes. yes and then we'll have to dig out our um, our original issued R2 and Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker yes yes and yes. take it that's so correct we do, have, we do well. have those as well I'll that's throw it. Han in there too. yeah yeah why not he's, yeah, he's, he's there he's cool yeah, yeah he's very yeah. cool <laughs> awesome thank you very much Brody those were fantastic and uh, we really appreciate what you do and your positivity in your group yes and uh, that's what drew us to them in the first absolutely place. absolutely and that was exactly it so um, those were great so thank you very much and uh, that about does it for this episode I think so yeah, yeah. so uh, everyone can follow us on Twitter they can follow us on Facebook um, of course you listen to the podcast you can subscribe and if you do like it you can uh, drop us a review and um and rate us, which is really helpful for uh, for us and any other podcast you listen to. It's a great community out there. There's so much good content, and uh, it's really worth it. So, uh, so yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah, and in honor of our latest Black Series find, yes, we've, we've just found the Force Ghost Yoda. That's right. Today, yes, that yes. was that was today. That was today. Oh wow. Well, we found him yesterday, but we pulled the trigger on. The oh, today. gotcha, gotcha. Yes, yeah. Um. So, the Force will be with you, always. I like to say that. Conversation. Now I can't stop. All right. May the Force be with you. Listen on.